Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Morning shot. Good morning. You're with me, Lin Lee, and this is Morning Shot. Singapore's ruling People's Action Party's Women's Wing is calling for stronger support for families, especially towards women at the workplace and in the community. That was the heart of all the discussions that went down at its annual conference over the weekend. Some of the issues tackled include challenges faced by women at the workplace, as well as how various forms of flexible work arrangements can help them fulfill caregiving responsibilities. For more insight, we're joined by Yohan Ling, Director of USME and Women and Family Unit, NTUC, and Member of the Government Parliamentary Committee for Manpower. A very warm welcome to the show, Wan Ling. Good morning, Lin. A very good morning to you. Now, starting off on a more personal note, how many hats did you wear in the last 24 <laughs> hours? Well, let me see. It was quite interesting. I had two durian parties. Oh. One durian party was for the constituency. Mm-hmm. So I wore my MP hat. Right. One was actually with Grab. Oh. The drivers, because I'm also the advisor for the National Private Hire Vehicles Association. And I'm sure at home. At home, that's right. So um, I texted my mom this morning. <laughs> Good morning to her. Yes. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> wow. um, sister, you know, but also at the same time, um, I do quite a bit of work for the women and family unit, of course, over at the unions. Amazing. How do you balance all of that? And when it comes <laughs> to attitudes towards women at work, right? have you? experienced or encountered any incidents in your time in in the workforce? Well, yes. um, Well, I would say that it comes from a point of view from both myself Mm -hmm. um, as well as my constituents. Mm. Um, I think on the constituents part, um, sometimes it really breaks my heart when I talk to moms Mm. who tell me that they actually really want to get back to the workforce, but because they have been out of the workforce for quite a number of years, they kind of lack the confidence um, Mm. in doing so, even though there are plenty of job opportunities out there. Uh, And part of the reason why they, they tell me that they lack the confidence is when they, when, when, when they speak with companies, they tend to think that maybe employers aren't as understanding mm. you know, of their situation when mm-hmm. they want to get mm-hmm. back to the workforce. Yeah, clearly uh, acceptance of women at the workplace is very different in today's world compared to the past, um, but still... Lots, no, there's lots more improvement that we can work on, I'm very sure. Uh, So putting on your NTUC hat here, based on your engagements with women workers, what are the key areas you feel, you feel still need to be worked on? Well, I think definitely it's, um, like what I mentioned, it's definitely getting women back into the workforce, especially if they've been out for some time. Do you know, Lynn, that there's actually 260,000 women of economic age who aren't in the workforce? Wow. Yeah, 260,000. You know, I'm sure there's a lot of SME talkers out there listening to this radio talk show now and salivating over this. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, and the top two reasons why they tell us that they are not in the workforce, um, and this was actually based on a survey that the NTUC did together with the woman's wing um, was really number one caregiving responsibilities they need to look after the young the old and the infirmed at home but the other piece too which kind of was mind-boggling for me was really because of housework 
Can mm. you imagine that? <laughs> so is this across, uh, you know, what sort of age demographics? So we're looking at 25 all the way to 60. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, part of the reasons um, that's keeping women out of the workforce is really because, like what I mentioned, um, some of them lack the confidence. Others perhaps feel that there isn't really the type of job options open up to them, mm. even though there's plenty of jobs out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it all boils down to something. Very important. It's called flexible work arrangements. Yeah. And another thing that we're looking at also, you know, certain sectors are traditionally male dominated <laughs> and vice versa. For example, you see a lot of males in shipping, engineering, manufacturing. That's because right. The work requires heavier manual labor and traditionally it's just more, you know, male dominated, right? Meanwhile, we also tend to see mostly females in nursing because perhaps you know, Caring, how women loving. are naturally yeah, built to be more nurturing and caring. Are those just stereotypes and is gender diversity necessarily better in those industries, you think? Well, Lynn, I I must say that, you know, in that same survey that we did, we talked about gender stereotypes and it's definitely prevalent. You know, and I I, I think there are certain jobs um, that, you know, we automatically think that women are more suited to doing so, you know, being in those job scopes and all that. But I do think um, that right now with many progressive employers, they have kind of been like um, restructuring their jobs, redesigning their jobs, Mm -hmm. such that, you know, it gives both sexes an equal opportunity to be able to thrive well in those jobs. For instance, one of our partners in this, the the Women and Family Unit, we Mm -hmm. have been uh, promoting a program called the See You Back at Work program. And this is actually meant for um, female returners. Mm-hmm. And one of the companies that we have been dealing with is a company called uh, Chaitan Maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a unionized company, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, but more importantly, they have been introducing a lot of new technologies, robotics and all that. Mm-hmm. So much so that even in their industry, which is a cleaning industry, 70% are women. Yeah, there are lots of women engineers out there, really. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Wanling, earlier you mentioned a little bit about this and we want to talk more about this. Flexible work arrangement. Right. We know is one area that you've been pushing employers to yeah. be more open to. That's so right. through your engagements with you know various employers, how much difference does it really make to a business? It makes plenty of differences. <laughs> you know, again, back to our surveys. And so, you know, all that we're saying today is all backed by, you know, what we're hearing from the ground. Um, we did a survey of about 2,700 people people. And, um, and these were all men and women, you know, um, across all ages and all that. And essentially, 87% of them said that there's a very important factor mm. for flexible work arrangements to be in their workplaces mm-hmm. for them to stay at work mm-hmm. or return back to work. Mm. And this is for both males and females. Yeah. So, you know, employers out there, it's important for you to introduce flexible work arrangements. Yeah, I, I think this has become even more cognizant because, or, or more apparent because of uh, COVID, you know, during the pandemic. Exactly. Most of us yes. were wearing so many hats and balancing so many That's things right. within the confines of our own home, right? Exactly. Yeah, so so how can we ensure that it's fair for employers though, especially SMEs that might have fewer resources to start with? Right. Well, you know, I think a lot of SMEs these days, they are looking um, for employees. And now that we know that 87% of people interviewed out there are interested in flexible organizations, it's an important factor for mm. them. It's even more important for them to be looking at introducing flexible work. Mm. Um, but I do know that sometimes SMEs with limited resources, with, well, a smaller HR uh, department, they might have some difficulties doing that. And that's when, um, well, the unions are here to help you. 
the labor mm-hmm. movement is, is here to help you. For instance, we have like company training committees. Mm-hmm. Um, we even have grants, mm-hmm. you know, to help um, companies in the process of job redesign. And mm-hmm. I would say that a lot of people think that flexible work arrangements is just about working from home. But actually, flexible work arrangements, there's a whole entire big range. We're looking at flexi time, for instance, mm-hmm. flexi place. Mm-hmm. So it might not be at home, but somewhere nearer. You know, to your home, but you know, outside of the of of home. And the other one too, which um I think has been proven quite successful, is actually shared job arrangements. Mm. So as opposed to doing an eight hour, you know, working day, mm-hmm. you're looking at maybe like four hours divided by two, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. employees. Mm-hmm. So there are many many ways to look around flexible okay. work arrangements. I'm just thinking, you know, getting into a bit more detail, but mm-hmm. are there certain industries that might not be able or, or f- might find it more challenging to implement such flexible work arrangements? Yes, definitely. Um, I would say that there has been um, some discussions, um, particularly amongst workers from mm-hmm. those industries, mm-hmm. on whether or not flexible work arrangements can be done, mm-hmm. um, particularly if they need to be on site. Mm. But you know what? Over the last one year, I've been seeing quite a number of these industries with certain type of innovation, progressive thinking. Mm-hmm. They were able to introduce flexible work arrangements. For instance, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about caregiving just now. Right. Yeah. Nursing. So the healthcare industry. So a lot of people do think, right, that for healthcare, you, you, you kind of need to be, you know, in the hospital. You need to be with the mm. patients mm-hmm. and all that. And because of this, it was rather difficult for flexible arrangements sure, yeah. to be done. But do you know that... Um, uh, with the HSEU, you know, the Health Services mm-hmm. Union, Employees mm-hmm. Union, they have started to push for flexible work arrangements, pilots in certain hospitals. Oh. And um, it's almost like a ninja workforce, oh. you know, type of arrangement they're looking at. So it's, it's getting people to be, you know, um, in a, I would say, well, in an arrangement where if, let's say, you need to come in to help supplement mm-hmm. whatever that, mm-hmm. that, that's lacking, you know, you can tap on this ninja workforce. Oh, yeah. so interesting. It, it is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, So it I is. think with a little bit of innovative thinking, with a little bit of determination, actually most companies would be able to introduce flexible work arrangements. Mm, there'll always be workarounds, as we say. Exactly. And uh, for women workers especially, how big of a difference do you think this will make to them, flexible work arrangements? Well, I think it will be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely will allow a lot of women, you know, to consider returning to the workforce. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, right, it is important that we consider several things. Mm-hmm. Firstly, it's important that employers look at the job redesign process because I think currently a lot of jobs out there, employers might say that they want to introduce flexible work arrangements, but I do think right that there's some ways to go in terms of implementing it. Mm. Yeah, so it is important to see what works for the company. But I think the other bit too, right, for a lot of the uh, a lot of women, um, they have said that it is important for us to have flexible work, particularly in certain areas. The first mm. one is definitely cutting down the commute. That's right, yes. Yes, um, another one, right, is looking at work-life harmony mm. or work-life balance. Mm-hmm. So I do think, right, that this would be, um, flexible work arrangements would actually be a wonderful way to retain and keep people. Yeah, on caregiving, it's not just about taking care of children, right? The, it isn't. There are lots of us you know, belonging to the sandwich generation. <laughs> We've got parents. elderly parents yeah. too. You know, grandparents so, even. Yeah, so yeah. what are firms not doing enough of? 
on that front? Well, I do... Th- okay, in that survey, one of the things that was brought up that we weren't surprised, but, you know, it's actually quite a, uh, quite, quite a high number of people uh, mentioning the reason why they weren't... Um, even though a firm is introducing flexible work arrangements, mm-hmm. the top re- uh, reasons why people weren't doing it, number one was really because the work scope didn't provide mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. i.e. not enough job redesign mm-hmm. opportunities. The second one, interestingly enough, was that the supervisors... The immediate supervisors weren't um, supportive. Oh. Yeah, so even though the company might have a policy on it, um, well, you know, in, in the team dynamics, the supervisor wasn't really encouraging. Mm. Yeah, so, okay, so I think these were some of the, the reasons why, you know, um, flexible work arrangements, even though it's introduced, perhaps, right, the policy around it, um, the company policy around it isn't that clear. Mm. Um, in fact, um, also in that survey, uh, about 75% of SMEs with with employees less than 10, 10, 10 mm. or less employees, um, uh, survey respondents were saying that mm-hmm. the, the flexible work arrangements policies weren't clear at all. But most importantly, I think it's also the mindset of you know, every individual. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Will there be specific aspects to be looking into in your capacities in both NTUC and the Manpower GPC in the coming months ahead? Most definitely. Um, I think it is important for us to look at Two things. The mm-hmm. first one is looking at programs. Oh. Yeah, so I did mention about the CU Back at Work mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. It's a program that um, I think it's um, well very welcome by both employees as well as employers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in fact, if more you know companies would like to come and talk to us at the NTUC, the Women and Family mm-hmm. Unit, about mm-hmm. this, more than happy to do so. Uh, and wearing you know my women's wing hat, <laughs> I think well there is going to be a workplace fair workplace legislation that's coming out as well. Mm-hmm. And you know to answer some of the questions that the survey response have mentioned, for instance, you know, whether or not they're going to be um, discriminated in the workplace because of certain, you know, Mm. well, choices that they make. Mm -hmm. Well, these will be some of the things that will be coming into place to make sure that the safety nets for the employees, but also at the same time for employers. Wan Ling, thank you so (laughs) much for all that you do and for sharing those insights with us this morning. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much, Lin. We've been speaking with Yo Wan Ling, Director of USME and Women and Family Unit. NTUC and member of the Government Parliamentary Committee for Manpower. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.